Welcome to the CTC Podcast, where Chase Minifield, Dom Joseph, and Bill French discuss life lessons they have learned as young entrepreneurs in the business world. Join them as they debate current events, business topics, and enjoy a few laughs with their weekly guests. And now for today's show. What up, what up? Here we are with another episode of the CTC Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Minifield. We're coming to you live from Charlottesville today. Leroy Reynolds throwing a huge event. Day Day throwing a huge event. John Taylor throwing a huge event for all the boys down here at BAW. Black Alumni Weekend for everybody that don't know. Uh, we out here about to watch UVA in the Final Four. Max Million, he on the line. What up, world? How y'all doing today as always, man? Dom Joe, we waiting for him. If y'all know how Dom Joe get down, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, there's no always. telling where he's going to be when he get here, but hopefully he make it. So... <laughs> We got a roundtable discussion for you guys today, a whole bunch of athletes from UVA. We're going to talk about their experience. We're going to talk about their transitioning out of sports um, and just their thought process on how the system can be better for athletes to be in better positions after they get done playing ball. So I'm going to go ahead and let John Taylor start off. He's going to introduce, everybody's going to introduce themselves, say what sport they play, when they graduated, what's, what they studied at UVA, and what they're currently doing. What's up, guys? John Tell Evans here. I uh, play basketball for the University of Virginia. Um, Anthro major. Graduated in 2013. Um, currently teaching PE at Charlottesville Day School and coaching varsity at the Middle School Albemarle Basketball. What's the word? This is colleague Shepard. Played football here at the University of Virginia. Graduated 2014 with my bachelor's in African American Studies. Then graduated 2015 with my master's in higher education. Um, I'm currently working in Washington D.C. at um, a public—I mean, a public charter school named the Children's Guild in Northeast D.C. Working with at-risk youth to try and get them better every day. Uh, what's up, everybody? Leroy Reynolds here from uh, Norfolk, Virginia. Uh, graduated 2013, uh, football, uh, African American Studies major. Uh, currently in the NFL. Um, in the league. Oh, man, good to be back with my brothers. Yeah, man. What's going on, everybody? This is Rio Walker from Hampton, Virginia. I uh, played football here at the university. Uh, graduated in 2014 with an undergraduate degree in sociology. In 2016 with a master's in higher education with the athletic administration focus. Uh, and currently residing in Dallas, Texas, working with the college football playoff. Yeah, yeah, it's Daquan Romero, also known as Day Day, uh, from Hampton, Virginia. You know, graduated in 2015 from University of Virginia, played football, and now I currently work at PepsiCo up in Norfolk. So, yeah. Dope, dope, man. We appreciate everybody, guys, man. Obviously, you know, we all family. When you go here, you know, everybody is with everybody. We all look out for each other. So, man, I wanted to get everybody together. If you haven't listened to our podcast, we appreciate everybody to subscribe, rate, listen, CTC podcast, where we try to, you know, provide information for young uh, minority entrepreneurs, um, sports people um, that are trying to look for a way, see see how people are doing in the community that may have done something like themselves. So our main focus today, like we said, is your experience at UVA and how your transition was going out of sport. So, you know, for myself, obviously, I, I got a chance to play in the league for a little bit. And, you know, once I got done playing, I really had a year of, like, in between what I'm going to do, I know I can still play. And, you know, that's a very dangerous time for an athlete just because you really got to, you know, there's a, there's a move on. And then there's, if the, the longer you're wavering and waffling, you know, is a, is a, the indecision phase causes a lot of issues, at least from my experience. So 
I want to start with, we'll go ahead and start with Day-Day since he's right here. day what was your experience um, once you got done playing? What did you do after you graduated? Um, you know, did you, did you go try the, the league route, and when did you decide to, to stop, stop trying to pursue ball? Well, you know, I, I definitely tried the league route. I had a trial with the Jaguars. Unfortunately, it didn't work out. So for me, after that, I actually was a graduate assistant for UVA for about two years. But ultimately, I understood that, you know, I had a son, so I had a son at the age of 15. So I understood that my focus and what was most important was for me to be a father figure in his life. So mm-hmm. ultimately, I ended up, you know, getting a job while I was in grad school uh, at Pepsi-Cola, which is a great company, and, you know, pursuing my endeavors there just so I can provide and be that father figure I needed to be. Um, but through that experience, you know, there's a lot of things that you, in college that are for college athletes where it's catered to you, really. Um, you know, a lot of assistance, a lot of help, whatever is needed. But me being in the real world and the corporate business really had to understand the importance of actually being an adult and being on your own. You know what I mean? One of the things I did was get a apartment for me and my son so we could actually have our own space and have understanding from you know each other so that was big for me um and it was actually the most important thing because I felt like you know me having a son so young I really needed to set that example of what it needs to be to be that father figure and what it what's most important to be there in your son's life so you know definitely definitely. being a a single parent isn't easy but at the same time you gotta ask questions because you can't do it on your own you know what I mean Uh, this adult life it ain't easy there's a lot of tricks to the trade that you really don't know but you know me and my mother growing up young I really had to understand and ask her the questions because she did it with four kids and I'm just trying to do it with one so for sure if you guys have any questions you know feel free to jump in ask day day questions or anything like that so um, it's not just me, you know what I'm saying? This is, we just want this to be like a, a fireside oh, chat type situation. DJ. DJ. So, um, bad. that's really, you know, this if you have any DJ, questions, yeah. but Daddy has a very unique experience, obviously, yeah. um, coming up. So, he had to make decisions faster, is what it seemed like. He sounded like, you know, he had to make decisions faster and he couldn't be in a waffling phase of trying <laughs> no. to wait for other people to make decisions for him. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, he had bigger sure. responsibilities than that. Yeah, you know, uh, to that point, like you're saying, I really had to. Uh, make decisions based off of my son because it's just not about me anymore you know what I mean like going to college and setting that example to get a degree was definitely utmost importance and I gotta give a shout out to my mother for allowing me to do that while you know four six years while I was in school like I said I did two years in grad school at UVA as well but it ain't easy like you know I still struggle to this day really trying to you know implement those morals morals in my son and make sure that he's a stand-up guy when he becomes an adult. So, like I said, you know, the struggle of learning how to adult and be that example is, you know, day-to-day. You just never know what you're going to get out of your kid. So, for that's, sure, to for me, sure. that's the most important, honestly. Definitely. Rio. Rio has an experience. Obviously, he's working with the college football playoffs right now. Um you know, I called Rio the president. You know, he's out here dapping up everybody. And, <laughs> so, you know, he done made, he done made 100 connections today at the BAW cookout. So, Rio, what was your experience like, man, going from, you know, playing here at UVA to, to where you're at now? And it, it hit me real quick that the next level wasn't for me. You know what I mean? I didn't even do my pro day. didn't do none of the wonder look tests, nothing. So I kind of had 
I gave myself some cushion to start looking forward, start thinking about next steps. So ultimately, I knew I wanted to get a graduate, uh, go to school for, for graduate school, get a master's degree. And um, yeah, I just started taking steps towards that, man. But I think being here at the university, you know, they have, like Day Day says, you have the resources available, academics, uh, player development and all that. But I think I might want to open it up and just ask y'all, like, what was something that might have been missing from the athletic program? You know, what what could they have done to better prepare? Or what didn't we get from our experience in y'all's opinion? I mean, me personally, I just feel like um, when I was done, I just felt like they could have prepared us better for the real world. It was because uh, when, when I graduated, it was like, dang, what am I going to do? Like, I've been playing basketball for so many years. I've been here playing. Now it's over. What am I going to do next? So I just feel like I've been talking to some of my buddies. Like, what if there was like courses, you know, preparing student athletes for the real world? Because eventually that ball stopped bouncing. You're going to have to do something else. You ain't going to be an athlete for the rest of your life. So I've been talking to a couple of my buddies, like, you know, what if there was courses, you know, preparing athletes like us that's not looking to go to the next level but wants to, you know, uh, have do something different in their life so they can be comfortable just like they were when they were in, at school. So it's like, you know, if there were courses, maybe people wouldn't struggle as much because me personally, like I said, like, I struggled a lot. It was like, dude, I don't even know who I am. Like, yeah. my whole mindset was I'm going to hoop until I can't hoop no more. But it ended quicker than I thought. So it was like, damn, what am I going to do? And I never really felt prepared because the only thing I knew was basketball. And since I was here, that's all they taught me. Basketball, 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 pack line, this and that. Like, this is how we play. It's just basketball. It wasn't nothing. Nobody ever came to me and said, you know, what other talents do you have? It was just basketball. So it was just I just feel like moving forward, there should be courses, you know, teaching athletes, you know, and letting them understand this thing, this sport, ain't going to last forever. So you need to be looking in another direction, just like you did. Some people, does, they don't catch it that early. You know, sometimes they wait too late. So I just feel like if there's courses, then maybe, you know, people would be, you know, better off. So yeah. I think that's a good, good point you said about, you know, you didn't know what you were good at. Yeah. You know, because you didn't have the opportunity to explore. And I think the biggest thing for me was, you know, you have all this structured time when you, as you're a student athlete. Mm-hmm. But then when you're done... You have idle time. Yeah. You gotta figure out how you uh-huh. gonna feel. How are you gonna like budget your time? Exactly. What do you even yep, wanna yep. do when you're usually busy from six to twelve every day? Mm-hmm. What you gonna do? I don't know what I'm gonna do for six hours. I could be doing something productive, but I don't know what I should be doing. You tired, you wanna <laughs> unwind, you wanna <laughs> hang out, you wanna <laughs> hang out with the fellas, you wanna go here and there. Like I, I get it, I get it, but and, and jumping off what uh what he said, we have all this structured time, but you know, they made sure to take time to Hey, this is your nutritionist. This is we had a brand manager. Mm-hmm. This is the weight room. This is the mm-hmm. academic advisor to help you. But they never took time. They preached you have all these resources that can help you out when you graduate. But they never took time to actually bring them in and tell you who they are. Um, it, it felt like it was kind of hard to reach out and find out who you actually need to talk to. But when it came to anything that to do with our sport, it was like, here, this is who who they are. This is how you do. You know, oh, you want to get extra training? Well, talk to this guy. He'll help you out with that. But they don't take that same approach when it comes to, even if it's not for the whole team, just have the seniors sit down like, hey, here's a panel of people that can help when you graduate, kind of figure out what you want to do, um, you know, teach you about the real world. 
you know, teach you about what you need to do to build a resume, even you know, as small as that. Um, you know, I've, I've, I've been lucky enough that I had a lot of people help me out, and I've helped a couple friends out just showing them how to build a resume. But something as small as that, you would think that would be a top on the priority list, even at least for people who are graduating. But it's you know, really man, not. on the football team, we were talking about this a lot on the podcast. Is the fact that we don't have so many different crazy things coming there and try to help us out. Like we had a, <laughs> we had like a hypnosis. We ain't got a chance, man. We just sit in the way, bro. You two and five, they anything sounds good to them. He brought us in there to make sure we get some good sleep before the night. I'm like, man, I ain't trying to get no sleep. I'm trying to watch the tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. 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 Yeah. So, I need to feel that stress, bro. Exactly, man. So, and what's crazy is, um, so I've been trying to apply to be like academic coordinator, you know, like it's Fitz and, mm-hmm. and Butch and all those guys, cool, Adrian Haraway, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. And while I'm studying, trying to, you know, build my resume and whatnot, I see, I think it was Georgia Tech have some on the all season where it's like they have a life after sport like training camp where in the all season they all get internships every summer. Like, what's so it's what's every the off season or summer? We had seven days. Well, not really summer, but like <laughs> yeah. whenever they not working, right, like, right, come, nah, like right after yeah. the season, right before spring ball or yeah. right after spring ball, they set the kids up with what they want to do and then they get like like kind of like internships, workshops, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was just like, man, who would think UVA, you know, number two public university in the world, or not all the graduate percentages, you would think they would want their student athletes, you know, to be successful as well. And it's kind of crazy because my story was I lived, I lived with my parents for a whole year training with my pops. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, you know, I thought I had some, some big shoes to fill because my pops played in the league for nine years. So I was like, all right, it's, it's no way I can't make it to the league. He made it to the league. So that whole, I remember you talking about that 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 phase where you kind of like treading water and you kind of like trying to like trying not to drown, you know what I'm saying? And you know you can swim, but it's like ain't nothing working for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just that whole year I was just in my basement lifting, out there running with my, you know, my pops like, it's going to work, it's going to happen, it's going to happen. You know, you believe in the loved ones that, you know, he ain't never lied to me a day in my life. So he's like, he definitely gonna tell me the truth. So I mean, I was grind, head down grinding for a, a year and a half, li- living in my in my in my room in my mom's dad's house. But it was like at a point in time where you like it just hit me. It was like you know what, man, I'm I'm more than this football thing. And then on top, I, um, my wife, you know, she was she was pushing too. You know, she whole a whole nurse practitioner got doctor in front of her name. So you know, I felt like I had to keep up. So you're like this this dream is good, but you know, I I know I'm good at something else. So I jumped out there. Now I'm in D.C. making making positive images for these kids in, in D.C. that don't really have love at home. Um, they actually don't want to get suspended because they don't want to go home or they don't want to go home after school. So they cut up to think they could get an extra hour at the school. It's kind of crazy, but it's, it's crazy how life works where they put sometimes you put where you need to be at that time, even if you don't want to be there. Uh, so up, it's kind of like I'm, I coach I coach the kids at flag football. My eighth graders. From last school year, now in D.C., you know, one is starting on varsity as a freshman and all that stuff. Just because we ain't had no football fit. I'm talking about I got the kids in the parking lot. But mm-hmm. them kids love to play football, so we was out there getting working. And, you know, they asked me to come to the games and, and things like that. So, them effects, you know, them kids come back and they holler at you. They like, where's Shep at? Like, they come back to holler at you, meaning that I've made it a, a positive effect on somebody. So, um, right, that, that, this, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Let me say something. Let me say something. Oh, 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 o
man. Dom Joe just got here, first of all. We're going to say this. I apologize, guys. You know what I'm saying? I apologize for being late. You know, He got Mardi Gras beads around his neck. I bought these from Mensa's though. I got, I got some Final Four shirts too. But anyway, you know what I'm saying? I apologize. Like I said, you know, I apologize for being late. I'm not going to say it's not going to happen again because it will. But when I do come, I'm going to come with an arsenal of entertainment. You feel me? So I apologize for being late. Anyway, one thing about special about my man Shep, man, it's, it's, it's crazy because his dad. Used to play for Temple. You know, I'm a huge Temple fan. I remember 1993, man, his dad, Leslie Shepard, he was one of my favorite players. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, crazy, bro. And you know That's what I mean? Crazy. So small to see world, him doing bro. this thing, man, yeah, small yeah. world. You know, the apple don't fall far from the tree, man. I got his autograph and everything. I'm talking about 93. And he won 23. Yeah, and he won 23. And he played for the Dolphins and all. I remember, bro. You know what I'm saying? So let's go ahead and get the perspective of we got three players that's currently in the league right now. Darius Jennings just walked in. Eli Harrell just walked in. And Roy, he already introduced himself. But, guys, I want to hear from you guys as far as, like, have you start thinking about transition? Is that even in your head? Can you be in the league and even think about that, or does it have to be like 100% in what I'm doing currently? What is your opinion as far as like being in the league and working on something outside the league? Go ahead and start. Uh, you want to start? Who wants to start? I'll start it. Go ahead, Eli. Speak up. So it's, they can hear it's, you. it's tough, man, because like now nah, I just I just have my daughter, man. Like putting everything in perspective. Life's going fast. I'm 25, but going on two years being married. Going on year five in the league, bro. Like, I hate thinking about yeah, like the transition, man. But because like I've been playing since I was seven. Like, I remember second grade, we having fair career day. I'm like, yo, I'm going to the league. I'm not. Telling you no, you know. So many guys telling you no. Growing up without a dad, you know, my mom had cancer. She died when I was 15. Just like I feel like I was forced to grow up fast and like. Just thinking about not having a game, bro, is, is tough, man. But I'm doing a little bit of things right now, you know, trying to set myself up for after because now I got a seed, man. So I'm just trying to do whatever I can to, to make, sure, make sure that she don't have to go through the things that I went through, you know what I'm saying, all the struggles or what whatnot. But it's, it's, tough. it's a tough conversation, man. I'm glad it's, I'm, glad I'm, I'm in this podcast because I, I got to force myself to to think outside the box, man, because it's not going to happen. It's not going to be here forever. You know what I'm saying? Many. It's all American, man. Like, and, and you ain't playing no more. Like, just seeing you being successful, is, that's, that's, that's something I, I look up to, man, because, like, like I say, man, I don't – I can't – it's hard for me to think about not having a game, bro. No, it's crazy. Yeah, I know. You yeah, told me I right. thought I was playing for 20 years. The one thing I'm going to tell you, bro, like with facts, you know, because it's going to happen for everybody. The game don't last forever. You know what I'm saying? But the bottom line is, from what you know, bro, you're going to find a way to win. Oh, one yeah. You feel me? One hundred. You know, you're going to miss the game. Trust me, I miss the game all the time. Yeah. You feel me? This is my first year not playing arena. I miss the game all the time. I'm telling you, bro, you're going to find a way to win. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So don't – and all that confidence, don't, like, it's going to carry over right into business, career, man. Career, right? Yeah. At the end of the day, bro, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Exactly. You feel me? Let them know, dog. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take, dog. If only the game taught you to be on time. <laughs> 
But for real though, but for real though, even though that sport, it ends, <laughs> that athlete, that athlete mentality, it's gonna be there till you die. It's gonna be there till you die. And I think that that mentality, that that right there, got me over a lot of ups and downs, bro. Just to be, just to be like, yo, all right, man, like you down right now, like this athlete mentality gonna kick in. Like I can do this. I can do this. I can make it happen. Like I've been down. I've been down in the basketball game. We've been down big. We came back. I can do this. So I feel like even though the sport is over with, that mentality will live forever. Yeah, and thanks. I think that's what helps us. But we just need a little bit more help. We got. Yeah. You need to be right. a little bit more educated on yeah. life after sports. Right. You know what I'm saying? Know, my time at UVA, like, I remember going to a little banquet my freshman year and all the alumni there and Mike London stand up. This guy's going to be here for three years. <laughs> Get Chris Slade record and leave. Yeah. Uh-huh. I remember, shit. I'm, I'm coming out. I'm, I'm, I'm knocking on this door. Yo, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to leave, bro. Like, yeah. I'm trying to, go to leave. I've been uh-huh. hearing my name up. Yeah. You know what this guy? Man, that cat told me we can. And he gonna hear this too. <laughs> Let's think about you can enter the supplemental draft. I'm like the supplemental draft. <laughs> 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 Myself up. like UVA, man. I couldn't get into school. Like, I don't know how I got in. Like, it was tough, man. School was never my thing. Like, my junior year, after the full game, I didn't go to class the rest of the, the year, bro. And, and that's the guy knows how to do it. Like, <laughs> Biscuit would text me, yo, like, we checking class. I'd be like, all right. Yeah. Like, I just. I just didn't have that drive, bro. Like, I just, I just knew I wanted to play ball. But I, I wish I would have took it seriously and been more educated. But I feel like I'm around a lot of people, like a lot of successful guys in my life, like Cam. You know, I can look up to Roy. I can see guys who've done it and are doing it the right way. And a lot of the vets that I've been around, you know, helping me out in investments and and all this stuff. But I wish I would have taken it more seriously. But you know. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Better late than never, though. Roy, Roy, what's up, Roy? What you got to say, Roy? What's your situation for? Oh, man, I just had a daughter. Right, congrats. Baby, man. It's definitely just driven me, giving me a lot more purpose. I guess it's funny what they say, like it really do that, you know what I mean, does that. So I think for me, um, that drive and that focus just kind of got ignited to a whole new level. I mean, currently I'm a free agent, so, you know, I'm, I'm in a place where, you know, my mindset is strictly on working, strictly on getting better, strictly on, you know what I mean, the next step. And I think just, you know, the conversation, you know I mean, he was having, I kind of felt those same things, you know what I mean, for a couple of years. Um, but, you know, realizing the resources that I had around me, realizing the people that I could reach out to that are connected to different things. Like, I just, I mean, a month ago I had a conversation with Max, and, you know what I mean, we're just kind of in the works with things. So just, like, knowing that you have people around you that can help you venture out, you know what I mean, of the game, yeah. and it's not just, you have to find yourself. I mean, obviously, I think as an athlete, we all have to find ourselves, and, and through that process of not being able to do something you've been able to do your whole life, you find yourself with. And it's through all your years, I mean, every year from, I mean, the time, I mean, growing up, bro, like, that's all you've been doing. So I think that's, that, that gives you even more purpose and drive to find what you're going to do. Um, but for me, man, I, I think just um, what, what helped me, honestly, was um, was I had to own it. Like, I had to take it on for myself. Like, it's, it's so much where you know, people can assist you and help you. But once you own it and take hold of it and you know that, 
know what I mean? Only way I can really do it is if I put my, you know, I mean, my own two feet on the ground. Mm-hmm. So like that, that just made me realize, all right, well, I can ask help, I can do help, but until I'm committed enough to say, all right, I'm doing it by myself, even though I can have these resources, yeah. I mean, I just took game from them. I mean, be a sponge, take all the game you can, and then just go with it yourself. I mean. Because um, three years ago, I was probably having the same conversation. I was in Chicago. I was hurt. I didn't got cut from you know, I mean, the team. Mm-hmm. I thought I loved me. Uh, my first team in the league. And um, I mean, thought, he rough. said he thought loved him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's real, man, Listen, man. Yeah. They, man my coach, my, I went in my coach's office about two years ago. And you know, I mean, one of the first things I said is I deserve. And he just like, that was your first mistake. Thinking that you deserve it. Like, honestly, nobody... I mean, no, it's, it, the league ain't gonna give you what you deserve. Man. Yeah, man. It's just not. It's just not. It's just that's not how it's built. Like no matter how hard you go, no matter how much you put into it, I mean, opportunities present themselves at times, and sometimes they don't. I've learned to find balance in those times. Like I mean, we all have seasons. Seasons where you're down. Seasons where you up. I had a down season. The next year, I went to the Super Bowl. That gave me perspective. <laughs> I'm just like, right. went from all the way being at the bottom to you know, me being. But that, then once that happened, it just left me balanced. It was like, even after that success, I had to learn more. Because, like, how do you handle that success? Yeah. Like, I had to have that success. And, I mean, I felt good. Not get hurt going into the next season. So then it had to rewire me again. All right, how do you handle adversity? Yeah. It's just another season. Well, and just going through that season, I'm like, all right, cool. Um, I see how I handle success. I see how I'm going to handle adversity. Like, and now it's just driven me. My daughter giving me more purpose. Um, but my mind's just been, you know what I mean, constantly working on it. Like, I can't tell you how many times I've been sitting down stressed and thinking about it in many years to pass. But I think just with God's vision and and knowing, like, your true purpose. Also, like, I mean, yeah, when the scat class, do the work. I mean, be committed to it. That's fine, you know what I mean? But like I said, I think um, we all got to find something that we love. Like, for me in school, I found African-American studies. Like, one of my professors, Professor Harold, like, a lot of us had our class book. She was a big part of, I mean, my growth outside of football. And, I mean, she, one of the things she first told me was, like, you're bigger than this. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Football is like, I hope you know that. Like, yeah. That's kind of how she painted it to me. And, I mean, it just always stuck with me. I was having a conversation with Will Hill, and he's just talking about the progress that he's making. Like, he's going to be a doctor. He's going to be, I mean, I want to say to a team. Uh, 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 Orthopedic, what? Orthopedic surgeon. Yeah, orthopedic surgeon. Yeah, you like, Will Hill. Will Hill. Will Hill. Like, Will Hill. Like, that's a guy like what you all know. What's wrong with your knee? It's crazy because that's a guy I used to, like, we would be in the library, like, three, four in the morning working on an AS paper, like, and just bouncing ideas off each other. Like, he drove me, you know what I mean? Sometimes I come home, and Will Hill never went out, ever. Like, he didn't drink, didn't do anything. Like you see him with books all over his table, and like, but that was you know what I mean you know that was that was his thing, and and I applaud him for it. Like everybody not built like that, but also you know me find a niche. But if you don't find a niche, use your resources. Mm-hmm. There's so many people around us that we can help, and we just got to use each other. Yeah. Definitely, it's like a village. Yeah. But we all need that village. Like you know, yeah, all times in life. What you got, D. Jennings? Yeah, six. six. Pro Bowl six. Yeah. Pro, Bowl. Yeah. Pro Bowl six. Two. 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 I, I, I ain't get there, but I mean, like, yeah. you know, uh, Bub, Bub and Roy, I touched on it earlier, just like, just having that mindset of an athlete, like, we're going to be successful regardless, you feel what I'm saying? Just attacking that in life, but personally, like, I always took it as disrespect when someone asked me, like, what's your plan B? Just because, like, uh-huh. like... People go to school to be doctors. Like people go to school to be teachers. Like mm-hmm. I came to school to play ball. You feel what I'm saying? So like that's like that's my dream. That's what I'm chasing. You feel what I'm saying? So I'm going on year five, and I, and I still don't know what I want to do after I finish. 
granted, I know I'm, I'm going to be successful when I'm done just because, you know, I didn't set myself up for success, you know, just being a well-rounded person. But at the same time, like, I'm chasing plan A. So, like, when I plan A run up, it's uh, going to be a new plan A. Yeah. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, I like that. So it's like, I think that's the biggest, biggest misconception for people that's not athletes. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, you're competitive yeah. in any field that you're in. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you, people look at us like gladiators, right? Huh? No, no, no. People look at us like gladiators. Oh, you know, we're under the spotlight. But nah, man, you are competing whether you're a doctor, whether you're passing the bar. <clears throat> Just because you pass the bar, don't mean you're going to you come out and get a job and, and, and get five, $500 an hour like the other lawyer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. The same way as if... You know what I mean? Just because you made it D1, don't mean you're going to make it to the league. Yeah. You, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just because just, just you got your PhD, it don't mean that you're going to get the, the big, you know what I mean, surgeon job at the hospital. It's all competitive. You know what I'm saying? And I think I think that's the biggest misconception that non-athletes don't, that, that non-athletes have, yo. Just because you're not playing a sport, you're still a competitor. I don't think, I don't think, and I don't mean to cut you off. No, go ahead, go ahead. In, in, in a, I think I get what that means in, in a, a literal sense, but I feel like, you know I mean, people kind of have that compassion, that conviction for themselves, that shit, maybe they are competitors. Like, as far as even, you know what I mean, his wife was doing her thing, like, mm -hmm. she had to compete, mm -hmm. like, even against herself, like, she had exactly. to compete with the yeah. times she probably wanted to go to sleep, the times she didn't want to do work, like, that's her being the, but in times, like, you gotta just, like, trigger that mindset, like, it's easy for us, because we can use that, you know what I mean, to, like, we are able to show it more so, you know what I mean, yeah. so it's like, fuck it, I'm gonna show you I can compete. One right. thing that I learned, right. one yeah, thing that like, I learned, though, in this crazy. corporate business, bro, it's not always what you know. Who you know? Who you know? Who you know? Yo, but that's the same thing. Yo, yo, real rap though. Real rap though. That's the same thing in professional sports too. You feel me? Like it's not always. You know, it's not always. Like you said, yo, the, the one of the biggest mistakes is, you know, what I'm saying thinking you deserve something. You feel me? It's all politics at the end of the day too, man. But I mean, I think the biggest thing is just knowing that. You know what I mean? Like, but we're gonna go. We're gonna go ahead. We already at five o'clock. I know Roy got this event coming up, man. But Doing these type of sit down, sit down chats, we don't do it enough as far as like Word. understanding yeah. what people think. And we, we come together, we dap up, you know what I'm saying? How you doing? What's good? But we don't really talk about what's, you know what I'm saying? What's really, what's really going to move yeah. the culture? Really what's really going to help other people yeah, really down the line? Yeah. Um, Shout out to Nip. I do want to know what you. Oh, I want to know what you. Shout out to Nip. Shout out to Neighborhood Let's do one thing before we leave about it. I want to know one thing y'all think the university can do better for athletes. To help them prepare better. I'll start. No, Whether, I got it. I got it. Let me start. They go on anthropology. We were just talking about who was I talking about? Major clustering. That's what it's yeah. called. The yeah. Major clustering. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think. I think as far as like providing life skills outside of football, like yeah. I took a financial camp, like, yeah. and I think that helped. I took just you know, what I mean, once you start going to different yep. events that draw you outside it but also like that you can implement in real life yeah yeah like yeah, it's one thing that you can anybody else got anything stuff. else it should be it should be it should be courses to teach you about life after sports it should be mandatory for all student athletes awesome man we appreciate that man we'll holler at y'all next week